The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Welcome everybody to the Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate Rico. What's up, man? What's up, CJ? Oh, dude, it's been a weekend, crazy Jesus Christ! It's been busy. I have not stopped moving in like four days. I am so wiped out. I'm too, man. I, I I've been getting up fucking early and going to bed. I don't like this. I don't like this adulting shit. I don't like fucking you know, like going to bed at a reasonable hour and getting up at an unreasonable hour. Hashtag adulting is hard, man. Come on. Hash, yeah, fuck, dude. Hashtag long ass hashtags. <laughs> um, no, so I actually took off from work on Friday because my biological mom was in town. She mm-hmm. was in town for a conference, so we uh, got to spend Friday together, and we had breakfast, and then we went down and saw my mom. And we all spent together with Deb and my mom and my cousin Rosie. It was a really nice day, and and I haven't seen her in two years, so it was really really good to see her. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it was it was nice. I miss them like crazy, dude. I didn't realize how much I missed them until I saw her. I had an argument with my dad last night, so I think you win. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I know things are a little right. a little funky. We won't get into that because that's not anyone else's business. But still, no. I, I do have a really funny fucking random story, though, that happened uh, Friday night, I think. Oh. Or, or, I can't remember if it was yesterday or Friday, but well, um, share. I was at work, and work has a sort of small parking lot. and Right, where you got in a fight with that woman. Yeah, where I got in the, that, where I was racially profiled. So it forms a sort of ring. It's a circular type of... Uh, uh, parking lot, right? And then I've seen it. on on the outer edge of it, other it's a sidewalk where other cars could park, right? right. So I'm just trying to give giant for context. So uh, the other day at work, there was this woman who looked like she was she didn't look old or senile, but she was just a middle aged African American woman. But she was she she fucking instead of reversing. She drove forward over the parking lot line, landed on the sidewalk, hit another car, kept kept a parked car on the sidewalk, pushed the parked car into the middle of the street. Everyone else is screaming, what the fuck are you doing? Stop! Stop! Yeah. And And then she, in a panic, reversed back over onto the parking lot just destroying the underneath her fucking car. Sure. And this, this is the real kicker was 
about maybe a foot away from hitting Stephanie's car. Oh, see, that's all you guys need right now. Right? So <laughs> I had parked next to her when I pulled into work, and I come out, and I realize, oh, shit, she's about to hit my girlfriend's car. So I'm screaming. I'm like, stop that bitch. Stop her. Stop her. <laughs> and no, they're all yelling, but she has her fucking stereo cranked all the way up, which just added to the, her disorientation. So I run, slap her fucking car, and I'm like, Stop it! Stop what you're doing! And she hit the brakes, looked at me all wild-eyed, like, I don't know what's going on! And I just, I'm like, get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! She, like, gets out, and she's just like, I don't know what's going on! I'm like, I don't care, you're about to hit my girlfriend's car, stop moving! And then she immediately was like, said, she's like, I need me a sister! And I'm like, what? And she sees a random black woman over there, and she's like, come here, honey, help me! And runs over, and, like, gives this other woman like a fucking nugget, like oh me motherfucker and I'm like all right you're done I'm done I'm done with your bullshit Grab, jumped in Stephanie's car parked it across the street and then for like an hour to two hours this is by the way when I started my show oh, it was at like 4:30 and uh, and then cops came and fire trucks came and blocked the park uh, parking lot entrance so we didn't have anybody fucking coming in to rent or to drop off shit for like. 45 minutes. We don't have anyone coming in anyway. So. You can suck my left nut. <laughs> so that was fucking interesting. And then a cop came in and said, hey, uh, do you know whose Toyota this is? I'm like, no, but they're going to be really pissed off when, they come, when they're done shopping. You know, they yeah, parked basically. on the sidewalk. They did everything right. And then some fucking nutcase just like, did you, ever, did you ever find out why or what happened? Like what caused her to do all that? I think... She, because she wasn't like old where she got confused. At least she didn't look it. My guess was she was about 55. You think she was inebriated in some capacity? It's possible. That was my first. She didn't look stoned, but she definitely looked like. It's hard to tell because when someone gets in a car accident, whether it's their fault or not, it completely disorients them. So they don't act normal. Yeah, and the adrenaline starts going, and the, the right. I was going to say pheromones, but that's not the word I'm looking for. But there's another thing that sounds like that. Endorphins. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, they You're start welcome. flowing and all that shit. I don't know. I I think she may have. It's possible. It's definitely possible she may have fucked up on something. But I'm more amazed that she was like, I need a black woman to counsel me. Like, yeah, she what? was like, where... She was like, I, she said, I need me a sister. And I'm like, you, you bought my sister? What are you talking about? <laughs> and, she, and she was like, I don't know, man. I, I you know, I'll, whatever gets you through that comfort zone. Like, yeah. But the other woman was like, all right, I guess I'm your sister now. Like, uh, it's okay, baby. It's okay. Well, right. I mean, at that point, you just want to, you know, diffuse the situation. So, um, but yeah, you're right. That would have been a fucking thing that Steph and I did not need. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. Like... Another fuck up car. Yeah. That's we just got our shit together and then fucking that. this fucking yeah. nut face. Um, wow. Um, yeah, right? I don't even I, know. This... I have photos. I have photos I can show you. Yeah, send them to me later. But um... this is her car. Okay. So, and then this is the car she pushed out in the fucking street. For our listeners, I'm looking at this. Anyone here knows how it looks like to 
park on the side street. You just got a text message. Um, I know. <laughs> anyway, you, this woman turned the car completely perpendicular to the sidewalk. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts, dude? I mean, then this is her after she backed it up. I think this might be her. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. This, this is her. That, so. with, this is her with her arms up. She's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. All righty. And then, I hope yeah, she that got a ticket like, yeah. or something. Did she get arrested? Oh, dude, the I don't know, but the cops had her like requesting for like two hours. Oh, really? Yeah, the cops showed up immediately because it's fucking Piedmont. If yeah. it was like Oakland, Oakland, they were like, eh, well, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. It's probably true, but it's terrible. It's pretty fucking true, dude. I had someone hit my car and then block my driveway for, and I called the cops and said, "Listen, someone hit my car." And is now blocking my driveway. I can't even fucking get rid of it, like move it. And that sh- it took them two hours to show up. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude. She, I honestly, I feel bad for the person who's like, "What happened to my Toyota? It was fucking yeah, fun." Right. Oh, dude, I'd be livid if that was me. So I hear it. But um, crazy, dude. That's nuts. That's nuts. I mean, all because she fucking had to go to Honey Bay Tim. And get her fucking ham, and, and I guess she was like, "I already got my ham. I'm speeding the fuck out of here, but in drive and not in reverse." Like D and R don't even fucking look alike. They're not even within each like the same vicinity of each other. You know, and I thought what happened to Deb and I a couple months back was nuts. So really quick, it's, and this is not nearly as interesting, but there is um, a freight train track that runs near our apartment, right? And then on uh-huh. either side of the track is a street. So you can drive parallel to this thing for like a couple miles in on either side. Sure. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. And But there's also a big patch of grass between that road and the train tracks itself. And the train tracks are kind of up. It's not level with the road. Like there's like an embankment. Do you have to go up to get to the train tracks? Okay. You follow them a little bit? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people will park on the grass spots to go to the houses that are on the other side of the street, or there's a park on on the other side of the tracks altogether. There's a park. So people will park on the grass up against the train tracks to go to the park and all that kind of stuff, because you can do that safely and the train can go up and down and not hit anything. So, I mean, people do it all the time. So I'm driving Deb to work one day when she was still working at her last job and all of a sudden, you can't see cars on the other side of the train tracks, like the parked ones. You can see the ones on the street, but you can't see like the parked cars. Right. All of a sudden, this white like Taurus or something like it comes flying up over the tracks and lands up on the tracks, and then comes over and comes down the embankment and hits a pole, and like fourteen. Oh, shit. Right, and the four teenagers jump out of the thing like, oh my god, like, what the fuck? So, we don't know what happened. We didn't hang around because it was there were people that came running immediately, and it was clear they were all okay. Like, when I say they hit a pole, it wasn't like a telephone pole. It was like a like a, a fence pole or something. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... Uh, okay, like a post? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like a metal pole, not like a right. wooden thing. Um... So the car was fucked up, but they were clearly okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could tell nobody was hurt. Ser- you know, seriously, anyway. There might be some whiplash or maybe even a, a slight concussion, but nothing, you know, life-threatening. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure it fucked up their day, but it didn't fuck up their life. Right, that's what I'm saying. 
So, um, yeah. so we didn't stop for that reason because we literally saw like six people go running like immediately to to them. So yeah, we don't like, know. Right, they're covered. We got we got shit to do. Right. Exactly. Um, it's not being shitty about it. Like if we were the only people there, we totally would have stopped. You know, I mean, like, are right. you guys all right? But like the the best guess we can come up with was they thought like you were kind of saying they thought it was in reverse and it was in drive. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Drive, and she stepped on it because it was a woman driver. Mm -hmm. And it was her mom's car. I know that much because I heard her scream, oh, shit, my mom's car. I'm so fucking dead. <laughs> oh, that means she didn't probably even fucking have a license. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she could have borrowed her mom's car. That happens all the time. But so we'll see. Um, but it was that was not see this car just because you can, like I said, you can't see in advance. So like we didn't see the car start. We didn't see the kids get in the car and that kind of shit. You just see this white car pop up over the train tracks and come down the other side. I don't understand why people fucking like like say like this woman was going to reverse, but yeah. end up driving forward. Why did she fucking like put her foot on the yeah, like that's what I'm saying? It's like you would immediately if she went forward, she would have like like knocked herself down and then like immediately instinctually would have hit the brakes. But she didn't fucking do it. She just kept going and moved the fucking car forward. It's like at that point you know you're that's why I think she was probably fucked up. Right, right. I agree. That's probably true. Yeah. So well, that was exciting. No, I thought my story about my mom coming into town was exciting, but I guess, <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, no, nothing compared to your mom, but I, you know, I saw some real fucking shit. Yeah, you did. Um, Jesus. Uh, I was gonna say something. Oh, in in a more somber moment, if you don't mind. Um, this past week was the year anniversary of both my grandmother and great grandmother passing away. So just want yeah. So just a quick uh quick shout out to Grandma Linda and Granny Granny Mary cuz she was they were both awesome women and would, would they have listened to the podcast? Not at all. <laughs> but still. <laughs> um no. Grandma Linda would have loved it. She wouldn't have listened to it, but she would have loved that I was doing it and supported the fact that we were doing it and probably bragged about it to like her friends and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like that's my, what she would have been. My grandson is on the radio. He's a celebrity. No, 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 no. man. Now, Grandma Linda was sharper than that. Believe me, my, my and I think I've told you this story before. If I didn't, I definitely talked about it on maybe on that faces and aces one. I told you guys I guessed it on. My grandmother was a blackjack dealer at Treasure Island Casino up until like really? six months before she died. Yeah, no, no, and she worked nine p.m. to. 5 a.m. I think was her shift or something Damn. like that. Yeah, she 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 was a tough woman. And she was like how old was she? 74? Wow. Hold on, I have her mask card. I can check. Granny was 92. Granny Mary was 92. So, it was her mom. She died and 4 days later her mom died. 
Oh my god. Yeah. So <sighs> Granny Mary, you would have loved Granny Mary. I have to you really? know what? I would probably get in trouble for this, but I don't care. We're not putting her face in the world, but I need to play you this. Hold on. Um this is something my mom sent me about six months after Granny Mary passed. But this is a common greeting for anybody for Granny Mary. Hold on. It's not loud enough. <laughs> I'll fix that. Hello, you little son of a bitch. How are you doing today? That was a typical <laughs> Granny Mary greeting. Is she from New Jersey? No. No, no, no. No, they're all from Where's... Vegas. They're all Vegas. Oh, my. She's originally from West Virginia, but by the time I was a part of her life, she was in Vegas full time. That's funny. Granny um, Mary, my... Granny Mary swore like a sailor and drank like a fish. I'm not kidding uh, you. I would have probably loved her. I my uh, my current grandmother, the only the only grandparent I have is yeah. um, right now. She's sort of in a home hospital thing. And oh, okay. She's she's not doing great. Like my mom is really stressed about it. My but she's um but my my uncles and my aunts and my mom are all like like my mom was of the opinion like you know grandma's fine she just needs someone to watch her once in a while because she she, right. she could stay in her house and then my um, aunts and uncles just sort of without really having like a family meeting just sort of move like my grandma fell and broke her hip and then like they took that opportunity to like sell her house when she was in the hospital and I thought oh that's really fucked funny. up. Yeah. Like she's like, all right, grandma, this is your new house. She's like, What? Like, all right, this is this is where you live now. You have to stay here. And like I, my mom and I would like visit and we'd be like, you know, Grandma, don't you want to get out of here? And she's like, Yeah, I want to go home. And we're like, Grandma, if you walk to if you get up and walk to the door, we will take you home. Right. But she just would she just wouldn't do it. Like all all adventure and all um drive was just gone. You know, Rico, we've never actually talked about my adoption on this show. I mean, we've talked about the fact that I am adopted, and we've mentioned reference that we've never actually told the story of it. And I'm not saying we should do that tonight, but I think we should, because I'll tell you this part right now, just because we were talking about Granny Mary. She did not find out that I existed until 10 minutes before she met me. <laughs> really? Swear to God. How... How'd they keep out a fucking secret? Well, there's a lot of people who did. That's what I'm saying. We haven't told the story, and it's probably a story that would be interesting to some people. But the the long and short of it is she, because of the way the family was laid out, and at one point they were kind of spread throughout the country, she didn't know. And then uh -huh. because I was given up for adoption, my biological mom, Kim, I've gotten permission to use all these names, by the way, <laughs> you know, but um, Kim didn't tell people, you know? Mm -hmm. So it just didn't, there were, until I made contact, there were only f one, two, three, three for sure, possibly four people who knew I existed. I would still question that you exist. Well, <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, because this feels like a dream, bro. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was, that's, yeah. And then she came around, and we, I, you know, for the short time I got with both of them, compared to my siblings, it was, what? Nothing. Just, no, what? I think I've never heard that expression, that's not sexual, got with both of them. 
So I just no, I said the short my... time I had with both of them, meaning like spending time. Then the audio fucked up. I heard like okay. <laughs> the, the time I got with both of them, and I'm like, you, you what now? No, I said the short time I had with both of them. Is what I, I, said. I think my I think the audio fucked up for a second because I heard something <laughs> different. That's I was like, yeah, that's... I was like, ew, stay the fuck away from your grandparents. Jesus yeah, Christ. for real, ew. All right, so. Speaking of grandparents and parents that look too old to be parents, let's talk about Indiana Jones and his father. Um, <laughs> that is a fucking reach if I ever saw one, man. No, I uh, we'll get there. But I always thought that the I, first off, I love Crusade and I love the inter- the dynamic between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. But I felt like it looked wrong visually to me. Um, I would probably just argue that. Indy got his looks from his mom, which we, as far as we know, we have never seen. Yes, not that I'm aware of. Unless maybe on a Young she's Indiana from, Jones Chronicles thing. Did that's she what that? I'm thinking. Yeah, I think she. I think there was that because they talked about how she had like cancer in one of the movies. In, like, yes. Last Crusade. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think uh, because I never watched the Indiana Jones Chronicles except for one episode where it was. Harrison Ford showed up to like have a role. Okay. And it was sort of, I mean, I, I remember seeing it when I was like a kid. And then I saw, like, I tried watching another one. I'm like, well, Harrison Ford's not in this, so fuck this. Well, yeah. I don't want to watch <laughs> I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch Sean Patrick Flannery for the rest of the fucking show because the dude from Boondog Saints, the one who's not the dude from Walking Dead, the other brother is the dude who played young Indiana Jones. Is that the guy from E.T.? Because one of them was a the guy who was from E.T. No, uh, the dude who was also in Gangs of New York. No, okay. The dude plays, well, no, the dude I, plays Elliot. Yeah, the, the, he's one of the Boondock Saints. I know that for a fact. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. IMDb, here we come. No, Norman Reedus and uh, Sean pa- Sean Patrick Flannery, the Boondock Saints, not fucking Elliot. All right, so uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, my PlayStation 3 took a shit. And I have a disc yeah. stuck in it, so now I can't... The powers... I don't know if there's something wrong with the power cord or what. I gotta get to the bottom of it. But anyway, I can't watch any movies right now unless it's on Netflix, basically. Your PS3? Yeah. You still have PS4, though. Yeah, I don't like to watch movies on that. Why? Well, because I use it strictly for gaming. Like, I don't want to... Use it for both. It'll run the end, the motor down more. Oh, I didn't know. It. Well, all right. Shit. Well, just because it's used, it's just used. <sighs> like if you use a car, same idea. That's fair. Um, so, um. Anyway, so we'll we'll get into all this. The only thing I would say about um, Young Indy, and I never watched it, so I have to defer to you. But I think getting back to three for a minute to Last Crusade, if River Phoenix had played it. Obviously, he couldn't for reasons that make sense. But, you know, if he had played it, then it would have worked. And I, when we talked about Solo and Rogue One, I used that as a comparison. I'm like, well, you know, River Phoenix doesn't 100% look like young Harrison Ford. Right. But he, he acted enough, like, because River said he didn't base it on, he didn't, like, he, he actually just sort of watched Harrison Ford off screen and then sort of 
studied his mannerisms and speech to speech. And that's what he based on. He didn't base it on Indiana Jones. He based it on Harrison Ford. He's like, I, this is what I would interpret Harrison, young Harrison Ford would have done. And you can kind of see it. Like there's a, there's a line of dialogue where young Indy, young River, basically, is with his chubby fucking friend. And then a snake crawls by and he says, it's only a snake. And he says it in such a very Harrison Ford way. Although right. Indiana Jones would be like, snakes. Why did that have to snakes? be snakes. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're right. And my friend's a filthy liar. So that's all I'm saying. I think your friend's just wrong. I think your friend just doesn't know. But he's a filthy maybe liar. He, okay. <laughs> he's a filthy he, he, He's a fucking filthy liar. He's so filthy, he, Indiana Jones, would not even, like, crawl through him. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie. I think I left the downstairs light on. P please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ew. <laughs> well, I mean, as I'm saying, Indiana Jones crawls through anything. He doesn't give Pretty a much. shit. Pretty much, yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah. But getting back to, to the... Yeah, I... I would have... That's probably what would have made that more interesting to me is if they had made River Phoenix um, Indy. In that show, yeah, but then, but, but then, but then, River Phoenix died, so that's why he couldn't. Right? Do it. No, no, I, I understand that, but I don't think they had. Did they shoot that after he died? I don't recall, and I don't feel like. He... I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when Young Indie Chronicles came out. I'll have to double check that. No, I got it. Um, all right. Well, then you look it up. Fuck it. Well, I got the laptop here. It's quicker than the phone, usually. So. Me 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 me. Oh, stop it. So, where should we start? <laughs> should we talk about um, our favorites or no? We... Well, we can talk about that, but like I want to start at the beginning. So, my question for you is: Do you know who the original choice was for Indiana Jones? I had heard this. I'm trying to remember if I remind if I remember. Um, it wasn't Harrison. I know that it was. Was it? It wasn't Bert, was it? No. Um, someone was already cast and then had a contractual obligation with the TV show and he said they tried to rearrange the schedule the TV show studio wouldn't let him go and then they with really like only three weeks left they cast Harrison Ford and then as it turns out the the actor originally cast could have actually filmed the movie but the TV fucked with him the TV studio fucked with him so, no, I, yeah, I don't know who it is Tom Selleck. Oh, you know what? Now that you say it, I did know that, but I didn't remember, so I will not act like I knew that. I, but I do remember you saying, I do remember hearing that before, yes. 
and there is you could like I don't know where to find it probably on YouTube, but you could see his test footage, his test footage and his screen test, and like no disrespect to Tom Selleck, but it would have been a very different movie. Oh, totally. And, and I yeah, I like Tom Selleck, but I agree it would have been a very different type of movie. But every time I every time I watch it, uh, Rare's Lost Ark, I always think of a line from the first, one of the first episodes of South Park, where where uh, Carmen it's the whole uh, Carmen gets an anal probe episode, and it shows a um, an alien sign a uh, you know what I'm talking about the uh, the signs of the fields. Okay. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. The crop circles and stuff. The crop circles. Thank you. And. It does a, a close up of what the crop uh, uh, what the crop circle looks like, and it looks like Cartman. And Cartman's watching TV. He's like, "Wait a minute, that guy looks like Tom Selleck." So every time I watch Rose Lost, I'm like, "Hmm, that guy looks like Tom Selleck," because it wasn't Tom Selleck. That's funny. Um, so r- real quick, first off, just for factual information, there were two seasons of the Un Indian Jones Chronicles, ninety two, ninety three. So right or because I think Last Crusade was released in '93, so they were probably doing both at the same time. I will let you know that in a second. But River Phoenix died October 31st, 1993. Yeah, so, he, yeah, Halloween night '93 at the Viper Room. Right. So he could technically have been in that first season. I don't know when they shot the second, so he may not be able to do that one. But. That you know, beside the fact that he passed away, he could have been in the first season technically. It seems like well, I, better him than than Joaquin. That's all I gotta say. Sure. Um. Yeah. I. Ne- I, I never particularly. I may watch them just to get an idea of what they're like because you know I'm I'm very much interested in the indie character and sure. Um. And I and indie four, uh, Crystal Skull, they actually make a whole reference. To, I think one of the first episodes of Chronicles from uh, when I first when I was looking up trivia and, and research about our episode and what we're going to talk about uh, when Indy is talking to fucking Shia and he says oh yeah I learned uh, this language when I was you know kidnapped by Panchavia apparently that's one of the first episodes of Chronicles where he was oh, like really? okay. kidnapped yeah, yeah yeah so they make so weirdly enough they make a direct reference to the Chronicles but, All right, um, let's um, let's pause here for just a split second. Okay, so we just watched the Tom Selleck um, screen test for Indiana Jones. I got to tell you, man, I wouldn't have liked it. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm so used to Harrison at this point, but I don't think... And I like Tom Selleck, so that's not even like a dig on Tom. I just don't know that I would have liked that. I think my problem, I because I agree, I think my problem with Tom Selleck is that Everything he, as fine of an actor as he is, he, he was... Kind of aggressive, whereas Indy yeah. and whereas Harrison is just kind of low key and like, you know, even when he's got a yelling, he doesn't seem mean. Whereas Tom Sullivan was like, "Just shut up, just let me talk," and you're like, "Jesus, Tom." Yeah, but it I, was I, much. What, it was much more aggressive, like you said. Yeah, so and which is weird because they because another runner for Marion was uh, Sean Young, and I didn't know that. And I'm pretty well versed on my indie lore, so it must have been the one fucking thing I missed. I'm not familiar with say, her as much. I don't think. Dude, Sean Young is like one of the unluckiest women in Hollywood because she was in Blade Runner, ironically yeah. enough, with with Harrison Ford. I see that. But 
she's now more famous for being crazy in Hollywood and like having like, I don't know if it's disassociative identity disorder or she's schizophrenic or she's bipolar, but she's got some serious demons to the point where she like allegedly, and I say this allegedly, I don't know if it's true or not. Don't, sure. don't put me on this. But like allegedly she kind of like was dating James Woods and like attacked him and like, like glued his testicles to his leg or something like was just did some bad shit, crazy shit. And she was a runner up for Catwoman in Batman returns. And oh, she really? was originally, yeah, she was originally supposed to be a, the first Batman with Nicholson and Keaton. And then she broke her. She was supposed to be uh Vicky Dale, the Kim Basinger role. Okay. I think she like wasn't available or something. And then, she tried, and or she broke her arm or something on a horseback movie for like something with horseback, and then she really heavily campaigned for Catwoman to the point where she she made her own Catwoman costume. I heard about this. Would, yeah, I heard and that. And would show up. Yeah, it would like stalk Tim Burton and like corner Michael Keaton and like try and get Michael Keaton to like convince uh, Tim Burton to like get her cast, and then. Um. Yeah, and you know who you know who she's most famous for now? Hmm. Fucking Einhorn in Pet yes, Detective. Yes, that's where I know her from. To be honest with you, see, that's what I'm saying. She plays the fucking the transgendered person. The fucking you know you know what I'm saying? Like she she she's is so acting, unlucky though. in Hollywood. She's got five what? projects coming out this year. Are they direct to DVD? Oh, that I don't know. It doesn't say. Yeah. One's a t- one is a TV movie. And one is a short, but the other ones could be like Heart Boulevard, The Fifth Barrow, um, Nick and Nicky, Burr. That's the TV movie. Fragments of Olympus, The Vision of Nikola Tesla. So, I I mean, yeah, I'm not saying they're major things, but she was in Blade Runner 2049. Well, I didn't see Blade Runner 2049. Neither have I, only because I haven't seen the first one, so I want to see that one first before I see 2049. You know, we need to do an episode on that because I saw the first Blade Runner when I was like a kid and it went over my fucking head. And I've I'm really curious it. to watch it and watch 2049 together. And I think you should too. I think we should do a whole Blade Runner episode just as a, just to see. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I just haven't had an opportunity to see them yet. Um, I think my problem yeah. with Blade Runner when I was a kid was I thought it was going to be Harrison Ford. As, like, you know, futuristic Indiana. sci-fi movie. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Indy or, or Han Solo, but it was just really fucking boring yeah i mean the people are no that's soiling green isn't it the people are food or whatever yeah that's soiling green yeah um, no uh and for Plato to be like the people are not people they're fucking like, replicants yeah 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 uh spoilers <laughs> well that's pretty no i get it um i heard i mean one of the other uh, possibilities for indy was tim matheson who actually I would probably exclude because he looked really young because he still looks really young. Like he still, he looks really good for his fucking. See, yeah. Age, but- see what, what I think makes Indy so um, interesting is he looks so weathered and grizzled while looking young. If that makes right. sense. You know what I mean? He looks like he's been through some shit. He looked like he's, he but looks he like, look, it's like in Raiders though. I mean, like, you know, they've got his, I guess it's an archaeology class. It's 90% women 
that all have like a crush on. If you remember the one closes her eyes and it says love you written on her eyelids. So it's not like yeah. he's an ugly old dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he has that grizzled look at the same time. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm being overly honest, I'd probably argue the, the most fictional part of, of Indiana Jones is that he is a very good looking archaeologists not to say archaeologists are ugly i was gonna say like are you do you know for a fact that most archaeologists are ugly <laughs> i don't i'm just saying that like i don't think that many people are as good looking as harrison ford <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying that's fair you know by the way just noticing something i love how we've rotated i have the beard now and you have the goatee <laughs> yeah i had the beard yesterday I shaved oh it did off. you okay that's why it looks all fucking uneven. That's why like, Would, it's thick on this side, and not on this side. It looks yeah, my, right. my beard. It, my beard looks like a fucking question half, mark. The question because, mark, oh, yeah. half circle. Um, yeah. By the way, look out for. Um, we have new artwork coming, so everyone look out for that. Excited about yep, that. Yep, yep. Anyway, so where are we going now? <laughs> I wonder, well, let, let's start at the beginning. So Raiders okay. of the Lost Ark. Right. So, Raiders. do you know the origin of it? Origin of what exactly? Like what? I don't know um, what you mean by that question. Where Lucas and Spielberg came up with the idea? Oh no, no. I mean, well, All I mean, right. obviously, it's you know, for those who have not seen it. By the way, our usual warning: we're going to spoil the fuck out of this thing. So you know, first off, if you're like the one person who hasn't seen Raiders Lost Ark or any of them for that matter, like the only one, the only one I'll forgive is Crystal Skull, even though I don't have as negative an opinion about it as you do. I will Mm -hmm. still forgive people for not having seen that one. But if you haven't seen Raiders Temple or Last Crusade and we spoil something for you, that's your own fault. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. So anyway, go ahead. It'd be, like, it'd be like saying Vader is Luke's father, and you're like, what? what? Like, <laughs> so Damn it, now I'll never have to watch Star Wars. So the story is is that Lucas was in Hawaii hiding from all the success of Star Wars. <laughs> okay. That's the truth. And then no, Spielberg was there. On vacation. Right. And let's just, for those who are not familiar, a little quick um, history. Him, Lucas and Spielberg, along with, I think it's Coppola, and one other person whose name is Scorsese. Scorsese, that's it. Thank you. We're really close friends. All four of them were were super, super close friends. I used to hang out all the time. De Palma's another one. Is De Palma part of that? Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, But I, and... Not to get off on a tangent, but if you have not seen the Steven Spielberg um, documentary on HBO, I highly recommend it. It's very, very well done. So, oh, is it good? I haven't seen it. Oh, I'll, it's I'll, I'll super it fucking good. Super good. I highly recommend it if you can watch it. So they're both in Hawaii, and they are. This is uh, the, the a legend says they both confirm this, or they're both they're both lying. Is that they were building a sandcastle together? I believe that. <laughs> because it's just something you're just like grown ass man, two grown ass men, just like, let's put a sandcastle together. Well, and, I, I think when you're in that industry, you can be a grown ass man and still do shit like that. Like, like honestly, and 
and if he's listening, this is not meant in an insult in any capacity, but if someone reached out and said, oh, Matty Granger just built a sandcastle, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. I think I just have such a stain for your sandcastles because I'm awful at them. So I'm just Oh, I'm terrible sad. at them too, but I give mad props to people who can do them, so I don't get shitty about it. And I could see creative people do shit like that, and people like Lucas and Spielberg and Matty Granger are very creative fucking people, so... I think Maddie Granger would probably be the mo- the would be the person to be like. Well, I'm really interested that you're pinning me with Lucas and Spielberg. Like, <laughs> right? He would be like, "What the fuck?" So, um, whereas I think like if like Quentin Tarantino was building Sandcastle, he would like build like a sand diner and then like have like robberies inside and then like you know he, he that's what he would do. Well, Tarantino, um, but you're right. yeah, Tarantino, yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right. There was this whole group of they were the new wave of directors in the seventies, right? And it was Spielberg, Lucas, um, can Palma, I, Coppola, and Scorsese. Can I quickly try to? I can hit. I can tell you right now. I can hit three of the movies that brought them to that apex, to that title. But I can't do all of them. So maybe you can fill in the blanks. But I can say sure. I know Spielberg is Jaws. Lucas was the first Star Wars, and Coppola is obviously Godfather. Right. I can't think Scorsese, of the pump. Yeah. Scorsese, I would probably say, would probably have been Taxi Driver. Okay. All right. That makes um, sense. The Palma, I would probably actually contribute to Carrie. To what? Carrie. Okay. I've never seen that because it's, you know, I'm not a horror person, but I know of it. Yeah. The Palma is, is, is a good filmmaker, but he does a lot of voyeuristic shit. Yeah, and I find that I find that unsettling because I think it was because he found out his dad was cheating on his mom, so he was like following his dad and like stalking his dad to find him like go out to like blah 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 to his affairs, and that voyeuristic sense uh, stuck with uh, De Palma forever. Interesting. I know it's a weird fucking like. All right, kind of okay, but anyway, so look, they're building a sandcastle, and Spielberg says that he's always wanted. to do a James Bond movie. And then Lucas had been thinking of something different, like making a adventure film in the vein of the old thirties serials where it really was a dude, a fedora with a leather jacket. Like, like they obviously expanded it, but Indiana Jones is not like a brain. is not the original creation of Lucas and Spielberg. Like there were old school serials that were very similar. Sure. Sure. Yeah. How yeah, yeah. look, Plus, there was a Charlton Heston movie that is just like even like some of the crew said like Raiders of the Lost Ark was almost a fucking weird pseudo tribute remake to this Charlton Heston film, and they're and they're like kind of surprised that like Lucas and and uh, and Spielberg weren't like giving it full credit, but it's sort of like oh, and I'm blanking on what it's called, but it's got one of those adventure names is from the 50s you'll know what i'm talking about because like charlton essence in like an eleven jacket with like khaki right. pants and shit and like right. a fucking fedora. um real quick i just want to because i was kind of curious i brought up the palma's um movie list so i'm not gonna go through them all but i'd say his most famous movie does not get him into that group that we were just talking about but that's got to be scarface because that seems to be his like um i think it would be well because scarface bombed when it came out 
Right, but I'm just saying, I mean, but you're right. Carrie's probably the one that got him into the group. The thing that I find interesting that I didn't realize is he did the first Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. I did not, I, forgot, I don't think I realized I that. I forgot about and then yeah, the Mission Impossible movies has a really good, really wide range of directors. Well, and that was always, not to get on a thing, but that was Tom Cruise's thing. He originally wanted a different director for every one of them. Like, that was his goal. But I think yeah. the last two have had the same director, if I'm correct. I'd have to look that up. And that's not worth talking about tonight, because tonight's Indiana Jones. But I <laughs> think I think the last two have had the same director. The other thing I want to give De Palma one last credit for, and then we'll move on, is um, The Untouchables. Because that's right in your alley. That's a fucking you know. great movie. That was a that great a movie. goddamn movie. Yeah. No, he's done he a lot would... of. He's done a lot of good ones. He's done. He's done some stinkers too. Because he just did a, on the other side of it, he did Snake Eyes with uh, Nicolas Cage, which I know was terrible. You know, I didn't. I think I've only seen it once, and I remember finding it very predictable. But I yeah. still enjoyed the movie. Well, yeah, but it's not. My point is, it's not the Untouchables. It's not Scarface. It's not you know right. to that caliber. Anyway, I think go ahead I, with your I think story. I just like Gary Sinise and anything, so that's why I probably like Snake Eyes. Fair enough. Gary Sinise is really good. So anyway, go ahead. So the role. So he said, "I want to do. I want to do uh, James Bond." And Lucas said, well, "I got something better." And he called. The original name was Indiana Smith. Okay, Jones is and, better, but I get it. Yeah, and, and Spielberg said, uh, let's change it to Jones. Let's talk. And then they had a bunch of ideas, and then they had like meetings with Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Empire Strikes Back. Right. And he, like, they, they had like something ridiculous, like, like 300, 400 pages of notes or even more. And they had like 80 hours worth of like taped um, dialogue of meetings. So, like, then they just said, all right, Lawrence, go off. Have fun. Write this fucking script. And then Raiders Lost Ark came out. Or if you're, you know, new age, it's now called Indiana Jones and the Raiders Lost Ark. But was it originally it just called Raiders? It didn't have Indiana yeah. Jones in the title? Yeah, it was just called Raiders Lost Ark. And oh, wow. Then, okay. Yeah. Um, here's, a here's a quick piece of trivia for you. All four movies, only one of them has different um, title card than the other three. Which one is it? Um, what do you mean title card? Like font so or? The font and writing style are the same on three of the four. And then one has a different style. Crystal Skull. No. Really? Yeah. It's Temple. Temple's the only one that has that arced, orange and yellow. You know, Indiana You're Jones right. thing. The other three have that like old school almost. I think it's like Greek Gothic font. That Fuck. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I noticed it when I was recapping the movies for today, so I'd be ready to go. Wow. I noticed that. Um, it would, not a big it would deal, be, but what's up? It would be it would be my assumption that everything that would be different and wrong would be fucking Crystal Skull, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so then, obviously, they did originally because the name because Harrison Ford had was floated, and Lucas was really reluctant of casting uh, Ford. He tried to because go everywhere of, else but Ford. Because of Han Solo? Because of Han Solo and because he had also worked with Harrison Ford in American Graffiti. Right, right. And 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 Ford, before he got his break into acting, was a carpenter. Okay. And he even remodeled Lucas's home before he was famous. If I if I recall by the way, 
um, again, not to go off on a tangent, but he didn't want to cast him as Han Solo because of American Graffiti. Like he didn't want to use him in that either. Yeah, he was a he was a reluctant um, to keep casting Harrison Ford. In his own words, he said he didn't want Harrison Ford to be his own Robert De Niro. And he was alluding to this relationship between Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. He didn't want a constant, oh, it's a Lucasfilm, there's Harrison Ford. Right. And for the most part, he, apart from Indiana Jones and Star Wars, he has done that. He has not had him in everything, but that's because Lucas doesn't fucking make any movies about Star Wars. You know, he hasn't done anything in a long time since like Red Tails. Um, right. Spielberg, I don't think has put him in anything since the Indiana Jones movies either, if I remember correctly. Um, so then, for those who don't remember the fucking plot, Harrison Ford plays Indiana Jones, but really name is Henry. I think his name was Henry Walden Jones. Oh, Jr. I don't know. Did, did they ever say the original name? They never said his middle name, but I, that's why I think that's why I think it was in the Chronicles. But I remember when I was looking up like the character and everything. I think it was uh, they gave him a middle name as Walden. Well, I'm, and I'm curious. Do you think I'm gonna look at the trivia thing on Raiders because you know it does that thing on IMDb? But I'm wondering, was the character originally just called Indiana Jones? Like it was never Henry Jones until you get to the Crusades or the Last Crusade because. You know they don't I mean? refer to him as Henry until Last Crusade. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm wondering if maybe that was a change or an addition, if you will, made for that movie, and, and then obviously retroactively affects the other two. Um, I don't know. I don't know where Henry. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Where it comes from. I mean, I obviously it comes from for his father, but I don't know where there was a if there was like an inspiration for the name Henry. Well, no, I, if you want my honest opinion and I'm looking up while we're talking about it, but if you want my opinion, like they didn't think about it and then they had to name Sean Connery's character. And when right. they named his character, well then by default, I mean, I guess he could have been a different junior. name, but he'd be junior, you know? So but the, but the whole point of having him called junior, just to rattle fucking Indy. Right. Feathers was perfect. Right, 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 exactly. So I'm wondering, you know. I, I mean, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think it just. But then, in in uh, Crystal Skull, they not only does Indy have the most nicknames and like names in that movie because they call him Doctor Jones, Professor Jones, Professor Henry Jones Jr., Indy, Indiana, and then like Mutt refers to him as like. Dad, Daddio, and and Gramps and shit like that. Like, 
He has more names in that movie than any other of the fucking, you know, it's always Indy or Dr. Jones or Indiana. And then in fucking Last Crusade, it's Junior. Right, right. So, I'm looking up. I, nothing I can see, nothing I see says anything about that that I can find. Um, what did you think of Karen Allen as Marion, by the way? I liked her. I liked her a lot, actually. I think it worked. Um, hold on. Sorry. There's enough, um, there's enough toughness in her that I think she, the, the character, I think she was the right kind of toughness that you needed for that character. That character needed a certain degree of toughness. It was not a damsel in distress type of character like Willie ended up being in Temple. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas you needed that she could, I don't know about go toe to toe with Indy, but definitely equal him in a degree, if that makes sense. She, it would make sense that she would be one of the few that could pack a punch against Indy. Right, that's the point I'm trying to say, yeah. I, I almost gives off the impression that she either learned how to fight from Indiana Jones, or because her father was one of Indy's mentors, uh, Abner Ravenwood, Right. that he taught them both how to fight. So it would make sense that, like, it, it's weird because there's almost like a siblingness to them. Def- well, because that's a little creepy considering what happens, but that's. But I'm saying like because her father raised Indy because Henry Jones was uh, Henry Jones Senior was just an absent father because he was obsessed with the Holy Grail. Right. So to, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying it's incestuous. I'm just saying they're they're. If they what I'm saying is that if they weren't a love interest to each other and they had taken up the romance, I would almost 100% be totally fine with being like, oh, Marion's just Indy's sister or adopted sister. Sure, that can make sense. I'm here. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it up in a second, but I am found a scene. I found two pieces of trivia. I'm curious about asking you about. So, sure. Do you want me to hit you with those first, or do you want to talk some more before I get there? Can, can you ask me? Them in the former question. So you no, I, I planned on it. My... I, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Um, who? What famous actor now got his first first on screen movie on screen role in Raiders? Alfred Molina. Yeah, I figured you probably knew that, but I'll I'll even throw you another. I'll throw you a, a throwback to it. So his first on screen role is in Raiders, and he plays. Uh, I, I know his name. Don't tell it to me. It's uh, Sabato. Do you have the, Do you have his credit in front I of him? I literally just closed it. Um, but I think that was it. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with you because I'm pretty certain that was it. Yeah. And he plays the guide in the opening scene, and there's a part where he has tarantulas crawling on him. Yeah. And little side trivia: in or, the tarantulas didn't move because they're all males. And then they threw a female on, and then they all started swarming all over. Okay. And then, like, Spielberg's like, act scared. And, like, Alfred was like, who's acting? <laughs> That's funny. But here's the funny thing is his first role is him having spiders fall over him, and then he went on to be a Spider-Man villain. Okay. Yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a connection. It's a little thin, but I get it, so. Well, speaking of thin, he looked very thin. He looked thin and young. Yes, he did. Um, so speaking of connections though, what, what famous duo makes an appearance in Indiana Jones in picture form that you would, 
that makes sense once you hear it, but you wouldn't know they were there unless someone told you. I uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 are in the background on the hieroglyphics, I believe. That's what they said. But, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now, actually. And allegedly, they are in every single one, but most people have not caught them. And then okay. I think there was an addition of E.T. They, they, they threw in another one for like Kingdom of Crystal Skull, and it's E.T. as well. Well, I know E.T.'s in Star Wars. We've talked about that. See, this is a hard right. scene for me to watch, so I need you to help me because I have trouble with this scene. This is the are Well you, of Souls, are not, right? Are you not good with snakes? Um, I've told you that, and then you continue to tell yeah. your snake story. I wanted to strangle you. Um, it was some dream you had, and you kept talking about snakes, and I wanted to strangle you. Snakes. Uh, yeah, which I think is ironic considering... You know, indie, but yeah, I hate him as much, if not well, more, than he does. I, I hate spiders, so I'm not good with that tarantula scene either. <laughs> I don't like snakes either, but like, no, I I'm at a point where I feel snakes crawling on me right now. Like I'm creeped out, like beyond words. Stop! Well, don't look. Well, I'm not looking, but I need you to tell me when to pause so I can see the thing with the two characters if you see it. Just type in a Google search and well, find the image. It's more fun if we try to find it. Jesus. <laughs> I'm watching it on your screen, and it's a fucking blurry thing, so I can't really focus. Just type in the fucking thing. All right. All see, right, guys, right. This is, to, our, to our listeners, this is what we do. We <laughs> are right? constantly fucking arguing with each other on how to do shit, and he wants to do a really fucking ingenious way of doing it. I'm like, just do the simplest fucking way. Well. Yeah. And we were wrong. It wasn't even it wasn't the Well of Souls. It was in the fucking Oh no, it is in the Well of Souls, it but it's well not Souls. in that part. It's when he's moving the fucking thing. Okay. Well then I just didn't know what part of it is in. Let me see if I can anyway. It's when it's when he and Sala are moving yeah, yeah, yeah. the lid on. Well while they're getting there, real quick, do you know why do you, do you know the I'm sure everyone knows this because this is a very famous story about but why the sword fight never happened, and he just shoots the guy? All right, so for context, there's a part where uh, Marion is kidnapped, and Indy's chasing after the kidnappers, and there's a part where all of a sudden there's this group, like the, these henchmen just split, like they, they make a pathway, and there's this big hulking uh, henchman in, all in black, and he pulls out this big fucking sword just starts twirling it around and looking hench and looking imposing and, and and Indiana just looks at him and he has this look of like, oh shit, fuck off. And then just pulls out the gun and shoots him. And that is one of the greatest scenes in, in history. And it wasn't intended. Because the reason why is because they were in fucking Tunisia, wherever the or wherever, uh they all, like the cast and crew, with the exception of Spielberg, all had food poisoning. I thought he had the and flu. That's the story I had heard, was he had the flu. No, they, they all had food poisoning. Uh, and they had, like, minor forms of dysentery. Like, okay. like it was serious, where even uh, John Reese davis who plays Sala, yeah. as, as he uh, puts it, he was... For, like there's a part where the Nazis force him on his knees. He uh, f filled up his 
his trousers is how he puts it. Ew. Yeah, he just just filled it up. But Indy was constantly had the shits. And so he just he he was supposed to have this elaborate fight scene, sword fight scene, and he just says, All right, fuck it, let me just, let me, how about we just shoot the sucker? And Spielberg was all for him, like, yeah, definitely we're gonna you know that and they filmed it and it became one of the greatest improvised scenes of movie history. To the you, point where I've heard screenwriters were so influenced by that that they wanted to become screenwriters, not knowing that it was not in the script. That's the ultimate irony. That's really, you know, the interesting part is I feel like, I think it's Temple. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Temple where they go to do it again and Indy reaches for the gun and his gun is gone, so he has to fight the guy. There's where he, it's when he's about to cross the bridge and then he sees the two uh, Indian henchmen, the, the two thuggy henchmen, and they pull out swords and do the, like, swir- like twirl it around. And right. then he reaches for his gun, and his gun's gone. And they even play the like music that is in that scene. So they do a throwback to that, which is really fucking interesting because Temple of Doom is a prequel. You know right. what I mean? Oh, what so is in, it? In Red- it's a prequel to Raiders? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I really didn't. Dude, Temple of Doom is set in 1935, and Raiders is set in 1936. And I think the reason why is because Spielberg just didn't want to do the Nazis again. And he said, all right, well, all of the late 30s, early 40s is Nazis. So what's pre-Nazi? He's like, all right, well, let's fucking go to a different part of the world and just do a cult and blah, right. blah, blah. So that, see- that's why. The, but Can then see- people were like, oh, Temple of Doom was awful. All these Indians, they don't like it. So he's like, all right, fuck it. We'll bring the Nazis back. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Can you see my screen? Yeah, I can see there, there they are. Yeah, I see them. That's really hard. That's not, I mean, I see it, but that's not an easy, you can easily miss that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, when people saw that shit and were, because this was, this has been around since the movie came out. Like, someone's got fucking binoculars in the theater. I don't know how the fuck they found that shit. Right. I'm trying to see if I can so. find the other ones. Here's one here. Hold on. Yeah, there's this one here. What do you think this one's from? If I had to garner a guess, I would say probably Last Crusade when it's him and uh, Elsa, and they're walking underneath that Venice thing. Maybe it shows it shows like murals, murals and shit. And then yeah, at one point, but that looks Egyptian point, almost. I mean, I did I did love this from yeah Tampa. when they named the bar Club Obi Wan. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Look at that. There's a poster where it shows what Tom Selleck could have looked like on the poster of Raiders. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Hold on a second. Oh, I think I think that was the same thing, Rico. I think they just expanded on what that would have been and with the blow-up. See? Because it's the same kind of grayish color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So. Well, it looks anyway. cool. So that's why. Yeah. I'm just trying so, to see. Yeah. You said they were in other ones. I was trying to see if I could find them. But go ahead. I had heard that them. rumor. Like, I, I never... I'm not I've doubting you. But, but they even threw that in with like, in like the Lego Indiana Jones video game. Like you all of a sudden stumble upon C-3PO in like a hidden part of the, like a hidden room. Oh, Rico, hold on. Look, this is a different wall. They're on a wall too. That's what that was. They're on that pillar, but they're also on this wall apparently in the same scene with Sala and Indy. 
It says that the bigger. second example is fairly hard to see, but it occurs just as Indian Sal lift the ark out of its case in the same scene, look directly towards the back wall. Wow. So. All right. Yeah. Just interesting stuff. I do like that kind of crossover stuff, like exactly like when you see, um, and we've talked about this on the Star Wars episode, but when you see um, E.T. E. in the, the, the prequel in the first one, The Phantom Menace, you know. So those crossover things are enter- entertaining to me, you know. Do you know about the alleged fly eating from Paul Freeman, who plays Belloc? The fly eating? There's a part in, I think, when he is telling, you know, when Indy has the uh, RPG and he's starting to blow up the arc. Yeah. There's a part where Belloc says, like, you know, there's a fly on his mouth, and then because Spielberg caught it this way, where he thought it'd be, because the fly goes in his mouth, but then the fly flies off his mouth when Paul Freeman says, I think his name is Paul Freeman, I want to make sure I'm getting that right, um, says uh, like a word, like the word but, and the bee fl- makes the fly fly out of his mouth. Sure. But um, Spielberg thought it would be really fucking funny if. Uh, if he if he caught where the fly flies out, so it just looks like Belloc swallowed the fly. So ever since then, this po- this poor fucking actor has been oh. like def- saying, "I didn't eat the fucking fly." That's a shame. Okay, so Paul Freeman, yeah, he's uh, he's a good. He was really good. Oh my god, I did not make this fucking connection. What? So the guy who plays Belloc is also in Hot Fuzz. Okay, he plays the. Reverend Shooter, but this is what I, I I'm thrown off with is he plays Ivan Ooze in a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I just didn't think of them as looking alike. That was really well, fucking weird. It's funny you say that because Deb and I were watching The Saint today. You seen that movie with Val Kilmer? The Saint, yes. Yeah the the general. German Nazi guy from um, Last Crusade has a brief role in that movie. I I saw him today. He's got a very, very brief... It's a very brief role. It's like two or three scenes, and then he's done. But That same actor is also in Harry Potter. He plays the older uh, Grindelwald, the one that Johnny Depp plays in the prequel ones. Okay, I'm trying to remember him from the older the old I'm trying to remember him from the movies. He is in Deathly Hollows part 2 or part 1, one of them, where fucking Voldemort goes to him in his prison cell and then he just basically says like I don't have it. It's, you know, like he act like he he told him like oh Dumbledore has. That's what it was. It was a it was in part 1 because he says oh it's in Dumbledore's grave, the elder one. Okay, but I guess I'll same, have to. It's, it's only literally like ten seconds of screen time. You're like, right. oh shit! It's that fucking that dude always creeped me out. That that particular actor who played the Nazi in Last Crusade fucking creeped me out. No, he didn't creep me out too much. I, the Be- Belloc's the one. Was Belloc the French archaeologist, or is yeah. he the? Okay, no, then it's the other guy from that one. The the Nazi guy with the fedora from Raiders. Oh. T- Oh, Todd. Yeah, he he creeped me out. You want to talk about creep me out? Like he creeped me out. Well, I feel bad for that actor because they originally wrote like 
we want a Peter Lorre guy who's really ugly and really slimy. And then they cast this poor guy. Yeah. Like, all right, you're perfect for the role. He's like, oh, thanks. All right, so what do we... I keep saying where do we go because, like, with indie, it's so hard. There's so much. It's hard to stay, you know, in a in a direction, I feel like. Cause, and we haven't. And we've gone all over the place already. But well, I don't want to, you know. I think we could go forward with Temple of Doom and just try and talk about well little little, little, little random bits of trivia. Like, for, oh, let me ask you this. Did you like wait, Temple of Doom? It was okay. It's If I'm ranking them out, it's my fourth, honestly. Like, I... Yeah, really? I put it for yeah, yeah, by far. Um, before we get there, real quick though, because there is one thing I want to mention from Raiders is one of the things for people who have never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a scene I'm sure everybody knows, and that's the Boulder scene. And right. what a lot of people I'm sure don't realize is that iconic scene, that whole sequence. Not necessarily jumping over the pit and the darts, but once he gets into the room with the trophy, all the way through to the, the ball idol. rolling down. What's that? Oh, the idol. Yeah, sorry. He that happens in the first ten minutes of the movie. Well, the reason why they did that because that whole plot, that whole scene, has more or less very little to do with the story whole movie. With the yeah, with the exception of Belloc. And that was sort of an homage to the James Bond movies because every James Bond movie starts with him doing a very like finishing up on a mission, and then he completes it, and then he does, and then he does his whole other mission that has nothing to do with it. So it was an homage to Bond. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Um, I have to, I have to ask you this too before we move on to the next movie before we get into Temple. Is there is a very well known theory that. Raiders would have happened with or without Indiana Jones. You could completely move Indiana Jones out of that movie and the same result would occur. And I'm wondering what you think of that. It's a well-known thing. I've I've heard it and even so much so that it made an episode of The Big Bang Theory. But it was well-known. I'd heard it long before The Big Bang Theory. Is because all the same events would have happened. They would have the Nazis would have found the Well of Souls. They would have got the Ark. They would have opened the Ark. And the dude's face would have melted off. All the same shit would have happened with or without Indiana Jones. No, not sure. They would not have found the Well of Souls without Indiana Jones. That's because they were digging in the wrong spot. Because they, they would have had one. Well, the theory is Raiders. They would have needed um, uh, Marion. They would have gotten to Marion and gotten the thing from Marion instead of they would have actually gotten the the. I have, I think, I have Osiris. I think it was called, or something like that. The staff of Ra. Well, the staff, but then the thing, the, the the pendant had its own name too. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. Um, I it's it's possible, but I'll do you one better. That if Indy had let the Nazis take the Ark, then he would have prevented World War Two. Okay. So let me put it this way. The Nazis would have taken the Ark to Hitler. Hitler would have opened it, and then his face would have fucking melted. True. All right. So, so in, a, in, a, in a roundabout way, Indiana Jones kind of caused the Holocaust. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, who knew that it, um, a Jewish uh, director was so anti-Semitic? Um, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. 
I, that's why he makes sure there's like, I got to rectify this. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, of course, for anyone listening, we're joking. I want to put that out there just to be safe. <laughs> what? I, I, I'm just saying, I think they didn't really fall. They didn't think that through. And I was telling that to Steph about like, you know, what's really interesting is that if the Nazis succeeded, they would have killed themselves. They would have killed Hitler. But then she was like, well, they tested it. Obviously, they tested it. So I'm like, yeah, they tested it, and they destroyed all the footage. It, it sucked in all the bodies into the fucking thing. And then I would imagine the Nazis would have had radio with fucking Hitler and other Nazis in, in Germany and been like, hey, we have the Ark. It's safe and secure. We're going to go test it on this fucking particular island. Here is our coordinates. And then, they then Hitler would have been like, hey, it's been like a week. What the fuck? Go send them. Pick that fucking thing up. Bring it back. Right. I, I like how my version of Hitler sounds like a fucking, like, like an East Coast fucking. Hey, yeah, go yeah, get, get it. That, come back. Whatever. Get, get that fucking, you know, uh, get that fucking knock and bada bing and open up this fucking cockpit in front of me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hold on a second. We're going to pause here. <laughs> so did I just ruin Indiana Jones for you? No, because, because I still uh, like. You know, you don't really watch the Indiana Jones movies so he actually gains the fucking object to put it in a museum. Because if they showed that, be like, all right, here's the Ark in a museum. Okay, here's the fucking Holy Grail in a museum. It's like, well, what a weak fucking ending. It's all about him saying, I don't want the eternal glory. I don't want the greed. I just want the adventure. Well, and that's kind of, okay, so linking things back together, that's kind of my, my complaint with Temple. Because... For a brief period there, he tries to get the stones for fortune and glory. Remember, Willie keeps throwing that in his face. I mean, I I didn't think of him as greedy. I, I knew he was going to take the stones and return at least one of them to the village. He may have taken one of them and brought it back to the fucking... He was the only one who like didn't react when he was like, you know, they say the diamonds decide blow when they're together. And then fucking Willie and Short were like, diamonds? Like, he was the only one who's just kind of like... You know, right. By the way, know. I'm sorry for our listeners. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing a lot of the Harrison like. Uh, well, at least it's not like, Ralph's. At least it's not Ralph's Harrison. His, 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 his yeah, his is Willie. <laughs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle. Is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast? The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yeah, you can't even hear you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine is more, I try to do a, uh, dad, I don't know. 
You still the, I, yeah. It's not I'm picking still you up. Mumbling, but no, it's not picking me up because no. yeah, it's, uh, daddy belongs. It's really hard to fucking enunciate a mumbler. It's fucking difficult. <laughs> so what um, I what I noticed though is that Harrison Ford does a figure point in all those movies, but he does so much in these where he's always brandishing, pointing his finger in someone's face. Yeah, like perfect example when he points it at uh, Sean Carter. He's like, you know, I. I never understood it, Dad, and neither did Mom. Like this was an obsession. Like he, he just brandishes. That's a Harrison Ford point. No ticket. Um, even then, because he no used the thumb. Yeah. Well, there's there's that, but he really does the uh, my figure. Here's my figure. Hold no, my you're finger. right. You're right. No, you're right. But I'm just I was trying to link it together. Um. So yeah, real quick, let me let me link or rank mine out. I mean, uh, for me, it's got to be Crusade. Raiders, Crystal Skull Temple. That's probably I'm the, exa- I, I'm the exact same, except I would flip Temple and uh, Skull. Crystal Skull's not as bad as people say it is. Yes, it is. Even Dev agrees. She just yelled it from the other side of the room. No, Crystal Skull is the last Jedi of the indie films. It is not the last Jedi. Jedi's a good <laughs> movie. There are worse movies in the Star Wars movies than Jedi. Okay, well, uh, the next one I'm going to say you're not going to like. It is the Attack of the Clones of the fucking indie ones. No, if anything, it's a Phantom Menace. But that's, you know. All right, all right. You're, you see, you're, poor, you're kind of proving my point. Like, Phantom Menace wasn't that good either. No, like, I, but it's not look, It's not a piece. Of, it's not a flaming piece of shit. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. You're being not. way too harsh on this movie. It is the least indie film out of the indie. Film. How do you figure? Indie doesn't fuck half the time. Indie is following the ravings of another adventurer. He's okay, so it's just John proof Hurt. that Indie's not needed for the movie to occur, just like the other three. We've already just watched that. No one was needed for fucking Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What's that? No one was needed for Crystal Skull. Spielberg, Lucas, Ford, no one, no one they should not have been made. Here's the thing. I am fine with indie uh with indians i am fine with aliens that's what i meant to say and, and to be fair since aliens are introduced in indie and you would argue that aliens have been around for eons yeah. i now attribute that everything that india stumbled upon is fucking aliens no the ark of the covenant I, I, they're I the basis of gods but uh, that doesn't mean that everyone saw it that way not that everyone had an, an interaction with aliens I'm saying the aliens have been throughout history. Sure, but they, they may def- not have been in all def- areas. That's all I'm saying. I mean, they can they can cl- they could fly all over the depths of space, but they are only it- they're only going to stay on one fucking continent on Earth. That might be the case. It doesn't mean they didn't look. I'm not saying that you're flat out wrong. I'm saying it's a possibility. Let me just say this. I one of the problems that Steph and I had because like if you apart from the story and everything Crystal Skull just looks visually different. It looks very different than the other ones for me. It looks higher quality. It doesn't. I mean, it just looks like a big jarring difference between Last Crusade and Crystal Skull. Well, and it, the- not, not to interrupt you, Rico, but I think the point, and because it's funny you mention that, because I, 
I look at it differently. I look at it as a good attempt to try to mimic with modern technology the the aesthetic of the first three and the time and period. I, and I read that they tried. Like I think even Spielberg had a new cinematographer to have to copy the original cinematographer's uh, type of cinema and, and vision and right and and and. Spielberg said he felt bad because he had one guy who had a, like a really unique way of filming and had him copy someone else because the other guy retired. So I gave them credit, but it just it still looks jarring compared to Last Crusade. And I will yeah. say Indiana Jones looks phenomenal. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford looks seamless. He looks the same apart from the grayness in his hair. But and I even think to the point where on purpose yeah. though. Because I mean it's twenty years after Last Crusade. Yeah, and and Harrison refused to dye his hair. He said, if, if I'm going to be old, I'm going to be old. Right. And even how David Kep, the screenwriter, include a lot of you know jokes and jabs at his age. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, even if even if I, you know, the things I didn't particularly like, there is a part that Steph and I agreed on because we're watching and we're like, we're grumbling kind of the old, we're doing a Harrison Ford impression the entire time, but I didn't do we're just grumbling and mumbling. This is fucking bullshit. What the fuck is this? <laughs> but there's a part where Harrison, when they find the, uh, what's it called? Akator, the, the lost city, the Eldorado. Yeah. Um, they find that they all have like artifacts. The aliens have collected artifacts from over history. Right. Right. And, and Harrison makes a comment being like, they're archaeologists. And then Steph and I were really fucking upset because if they were really archaeologists, they would not have destroyed everything by moving their ship and flying off. They just destroyed okay, well, everything wait a minute. they collected. Look, that's the same as her Wakanda argument. I'm sorry, because that's like you're 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 pick you're nitpicking now. Well, yeah, that's what we do. Well, I get that, but I mean like Look, there are two giant elephants in a room about uh, Crystal Skull, and it's not the aliens, but there are two giant elephants in the room. Shia? Shia is one of them, which I don't. I honestly don't have a problem with, but the other one is the... Uh, no, I just lost it. Son of a... Oh, the refrigerator. Yeah. Here's a funny thing is, before we recorded earlier, I was talking to my stepmother, Max. I was telling him, hey, we're going to do an indie episode. And uh, we, I just watched all four. I said, what did you think of Crystal Skull? And he said, you know what, dude? That's the one where they just jumped the shark. And then I said, actually, the term it is that the fans have now used is called nuking the fridge. For movies, yeah. Movies, it's nuking the fridge. TV is jumping the shark. Right. Right. And the, when that scene came up where Indy like, is in a fucking refrigerator and launch is getting launched across fucking wherever... And, and banging on the fucking hard-ass ground, that would have killed him. Yeah, probably. That but here's, would have killed him. Here's or at the very thing, least though. broken something. There is a serious level of tongue-in-cheek in all of these movies. You know what I mean? Like, just let's go to something very, very simple about it first. Like, the punching sounds. They're overly done, drastic, punching sounds on purpose 
because it's meant to be very serial tongue-in-cheek. So him getting launched out in a refrigerator is very similar to that. Mm, do you, well, first off, side thing, do you know how they got the sound effects of that? Because I do. Um, for all the punching. Well, just because I know a little bit about Foley stuff, my guess is from punching like a like a chicken or a turkey or a ham of some <laughs> sort. Yeah. No, they took a, they took a bunch of leather jackets and and beat it with a uh, with a baseball bat. That's the sound effect of all the punching. Okay. But I think part of the reason why Indiana Jones the character is endearing is because he does get hurt. He does get injured, and he still walks. He still gets through it. Like you know the like the part where in Last Crusade he is he literally catches he jumps off a tank. And he had just had a big fucking massive fight with the fucking German dude. The tank right. launches itself off the fucking cliff. And he looks exhausted. And he is just like on the ground. And fucking Cedar's like, what are you doing resting? Like, get up. We have shit to do. And, and fucking and just like, he has this look of like, can I get a fucking minute? Or when yeah, he's fighting the, the big muscled up bald Nazi and Raiders. With the, he should uh, have been unconscious after that fight, regardless. And he wasn't. And that's kind of my point. But he, but he still uses his, his wit. I think that's the reason why is what I'm saying is that he, he's sort of the John McClane. At least I'm talking like earlier John McClane, right? Where right. it's like he gets injured, he gets fucked up, but he still is limping well, along to try and finish. But it. let's take it off a knee for a minute. There's this scene when they you first meet Marion for the first time in Raiders. You should, with the amount of flipped over shot glasses. She shouldn't have been able to stand, let alone clean the bar and argue with Indy and have that fight with the Nazis when they show up. She should have been half unconscious drunk. That's also true. But so, I, I, mean, I mean, like, you have to... Yeah, I, I agree. You know, you have to look at... Especially with movies like Indy. There are movies... And we'll stick with Harrison Ford movies just to, for consistency purposes, where... You need realism when he's like like Patriot Games and those when he's Jack Ryan like those need to not be tongue in cheek and and as close to realistic as you're gonna get. Indiana sure. Jones, Han Solo in Star Wars, you can have a little bit of leeway and freedom for the things that shouldn't actually happen to happen. Yes, the fridge takes it a little far, but I mean, like, I can give you an argument on how he survives that. That fridge was small enough that he is, when he's in there and tightened up, he's going to be, like, basically pressed against the walls of that fridge. So there's no room for him to be jostled around and beat the shit. Now, go ahead. He still would have at least had a concussion. He would, yeah, but... We also don't know how much time is between him rolling out of the fridge and him being interrogated by what I think is the FBI or CIA or whatever the, you know. But he just, but when he gets out of the fridge, he just rolls up, stands up like nothing happened. He had more of a reaction when he was on that fucking tank. No, not the tank. Uh, in, in Crystal Skull, he's on that stupid fucking speed, like, track thing where they test like like the the, the prototype to light speed where he's he and the Russian are on that fucking thing and they shoot across the desert right you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 the, the jet engine more, test he was more disoriented from that than he was from being launched in the fucking air in a goddamn fridge and you know what listen 
Spielberg has said, listen, I, I, that is all me. That the fridge, you, if you want to hate on the fridge, you guys can yell at me about that. That's not Luke. That's not George's fault. That's my fault. I so see. Spielberg, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm with, I, I, I blame you for that. I'm sorry. But why is there a blame? Why is that such a big fucking deal? Like, I don't understand why that's such a thing. Because everything else that Indy has done in the three movies has been has been crazy, but not so crazy. Like, I would 100% believe Indy would be in the middle of a fucking bridge and cut it in half and still manage to fucking climb up. I would imagine, I can totally believe that Indy would be on a fucking tank, launch his ass off as the thing is off the cliff. I can 100% believe in, in in him having enough speed to outrun a fucking boulder because it's still realistic and he still stumbles. You know, when the boulder's chasing him, he's, at one point he trips and, and he's on his knee and then they keep that in the park. So they do, they, they, you're right. It's very tongue in cheek, but it's, it'd be the, it'd be the same thing as if I saw Indiana Jones, you know, surfing on a fucking rocket you know it's it's just be like that would be worse i think i mean you know like the and there's inconsistency throughout the series because like i'm thinking about there's a to me there's a glaring hole in in last crusade you know that doesn't make sense now it's not as you know tongue-in-cheek but it's like Indy wouldn't have done this, that kind of what? thing. And it's when he and his father are escaping from the castle. So they've already cut themselves out of the chair. I'm not talking about the, that part, although technically they probably should have burned in that fire, but that's not even what I'm getting at. Is right. They're going, they get to that dock, and he sets the yeah. boat off down the river in, a, in an attempt to mislead the Nazis that they're in the boat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He should have waited before coming out of that crate with the motorcycle by at least another minute or two. Like he, they barely were in the boat when he comes. Like, what was the point in sending the boat down river? You never, it, the deception is wasted at that point. I agree with that. The only argument I can make is that he's in a fucking box. He can't see that the Nazis are in the fucking boat. He probably mm-hmm. ju- he just jumped the gun. He was just poorly timed, but he. The the execution was flawed, but well, he, he had hear, the he had, Yeah, but here's the, the counter argument I can give you. The counter argument is you could hear the engine of the boat pulling away, and you'd hear it getting, you know, not as loud, like getting quieter and quieter. And that's how you can kind of gauge how far the boat is from the dock. Not if the motorcycle has already started. True, maybe, but so I mean, if you want to talk inconsistency, they've got them throughout the series. I mean, it's not like it's you know perfect cinema. It's not the look. By comparison, sticking with the group of friends that we talked about earlier in the episode, it's not The Godfather, you know. It's oh, it's not The Godfather, but I would say that it's you can overlook certain inconsistencies. But I can't say you, you can. For me personally, I cannot overlook how Kingdom of the Crystal Skull looks and acts completely different than the other ones to the See, point where they introduce characters that you don't even give a shit about. Like when you introduce Sala. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, you care about Sala. And then you right. even care about him just as much in Last Crusade. But no one gave a fuck about uh, Mac, the, his fucking dude played by, um, what's his fuck? The guy from the well, Departed. M- Mac was needed for the, the, um, 
double agent portion of it. But you're right, as a whole, that character was pretty, you know, um, dismissible. As well as the guy who I'm I'm so good at this and I'm fucking up. The guy who plays the other the dean of the college. Well, the you one needed who someone to replace Marcus. Yeah, but the the part where he's like, Henry, I resigned. And I was like, Who gives a shit? We don't care about you. We don't know who the fuck you are. Well, I guess you had to assume that they had some kind of relationship because you know what I mean? Like I don't know, dude. I, I had... Because the guy I who played have... Marcus Brody, I think, is dead. I think he died. He, he died of AIDS. Bro, okay, well, that I didn't know, and that's a shame. But, I mean, it's a shame he's dead anyway, but that's that's even more a shame. But the point being that, you know, unlike Sean Connery, who technically was still alive, and they just killed he's... him off because he's basically retired, um, mm-hmm. you know, you you needed that... Because I always think that balance with Marcus and Indy, almost at the beginning of every adventure, was needed. It wasn't in Temple, but it was in the other the other two. You know, so you needed that that same kind of conversation that you get with the new guy who right. runs the college. Right, the, the guy who plays Slughorn. Yeah, is that what his name is? Well, okay, I, I'm Jim Broadbent. That's his fucking name. Uh, who is normally a great actor, and I do like him, but he, I just. I felt like they just shoved these random characters that we just didn't... I didn't particularly care about John Hurt's character, Oxley. Um, and I thought it was really a... It was just miscast. I Because John Hurt is an actor I do enjoy seeing. Yeah, I like John you know, Hurt a lot. Elephant, Elephant Man, uh, even Ollivander and fucking... Um, Alien, for Christ's sake! I mean, he's the guy the alien fucking burst through his chest. I mean, yeah, I you're, you're gonna. I've never seen any of them. I know he's in them, and I know the roles he plays, but I've actually never seen any of those. Hon- so. Honestly, Alien One and Two are the only ones that you really should see. That's what I've been told. Um, actually, I heard Covenant was worth it, but I don't know. Covenant's only worth it if you saw Prometheus. Okay, fair enough. Um, Prometheus and, and Covenant are. And to and to his credit, he reprises the role on Spaceballs, but that's not the point. But I mean, I've yeah, <laughs> you I, know I, what I've, I'm talking about. Yeah, but I've but I've seen him in other stuff that I liked him in. Like he, I mean, he is in he is in the Harry Potter series. I know he's yeah, in he's that. All right, and then he's also in um, V for Vendetta, which is one of my favorites. I know it's not. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it's a movie I really enjoy. You know, it's one I mean? of the better Wachowski uh, movies. Oh, don't get me started, because you know I'm a big Matrix guy. Um, I like, if I'm being honest, I really like Bound more. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, Bound was her early movie, the lesbian mob movie. Okay. Um, but anyway, the point is, he's been in quite a few things, so I, I know who John Hurt is, and I like him a lot, too. I just think he was... Well, here's the other thing, is I also don't like how they what they did to Brody. Because in the first... In Raiders, in Raiders... Brody is almost implied that if he was just a couple years younger, he would have followed Indy on his his adventure. Right. You know, he said, if I was just you know a couple years younger, I'd I'd be right there with you. So it implies that he was also an adventure seeker himself. Like he and Indy had done fucking shit together. But then the third one, they make him this fucking bumbling, yeah. confused. 
I agree. I didn't like that either. I really didn't like, you know, in the whole he got lost in his own museum thing. And yeah, I, he, I that agree. dude came and fucking ride a horse. Like, yeah, remember at the end, that. he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the way. And then he just fucking like is like falling off a horse every two seconds. And I'm like, that I didn't like because it wasn't consistent with the character they were introduced. Even Sala is pretty consistent. He is a big, lovable dude. He's a little more comedic in the third, but I get your point. It's not drastic difference, but he's a little more well, comedic whole, in the third. The movie itself is more comedic, and I think oh, that's well, why... Sure. sure. I mean, it, it still has some darkness, but um, I also... I think they, for Crystal Skull, they, they kind of... They should not have gone someone who is sort of famous to be the villain. I would not oh, have gone Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Because the other actors for the other movies were the villains, apart from Paul Freeman, who I really kind of had to tell you what other shit he was in. Yeah. You know, are all unknown. Right. Right. With the exception of Julian Glover, who plays Donovan in the third one. But that dude's only famous ish now because he's on Game of Thrones. Okay. Which I wouldn't have known because I don't watch Game of Thrones. But yeah. But he's also in like Empire Strikes Back. He plays just an Imperial officer. And you're like, oh, shit, dude, that's Donovan yeah. from Lost yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would never know, oh, that guy's name is Julian Glover. Right. It's, Whereas, not, like, you look, it's, you look, it's not Kate Blanchett level. Exactly. Yeah. And I just think Kate Blanchett is is a terrific actress. But for this fucking movie, she they should have gone more unknown. Yeah, I understand. CJ here with a few thank yous and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. For Podeskew, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts on your iPhone, and Google Play Music on your Android phone to listen to, subscribe, rate, and comment on the show, or the Listen Notes podcast search engine at www.listennotes.com. Go there, type in Podeskew, all one word, and you can stream us right there. If you want to agree with or yell at us directly, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew. Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. If you need to contact the show for promotional reasons, tweet Stephanie at Podeskew PR. Check out Rico's YouTube channel, Rico's Rants, on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash Rico's Rants. Thank you to Dubbed in English for our opening theme music, 96 Reasons. They're no longer online, but you can contact me for a copy of the full song or the whole Plan 9 EP. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music, Theme Askew. You can find his music on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. No time for love, Dr. Jones.
Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified.